last time. The gang gets back to Olympus, but there has been some changes exploring the village in the middle of the mountain. The group spends some of their hard-earned gold on some magic items. In the middle of the night, the old sheriff from Westman makes the group and says they have a mission from Doc. But the sheriff turns out to be a vampire. They cast a spell on. That transports the group into a frozen and snowy land. Do you know what you get when you throw a stick of butter? You see a butterfly. Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters. Welcome everybody to another phenomenal episode of Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters. Woo! I am Kurt, Daddy of the Dungeon Master, and to my left we have somebody so, uh, who plays Mimi. <laughs> just, just once, I want to get through these introductions without <laughs> without having to do heavy Mimi. editing. Well, that will never happen. I know. All right, to my left we have. Somebody who plays Mimi. We have Samantha who plays Mimi. It's Sam, by the way. It's Sam, the elf druid. And to her left, we have... Brady, who Woo! plays Galaxy. Woo! And to my <laughs> left is an invisible person named Joe. <laughs> hey, Joe. You want to give us a quick introduction? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my name is Joe. Um, I am the dungeon master for the podcast You Meet in a Tavern, and I'm excited to be here to join in as Dave, the halfling cleric. We're very excited to have Joe on with us. We've been, uh, at least I've been listening to to your guys' podcast since well, almost I've the very beginning. Listening. You are not old enough to listen to their podcast. <laughs> yeah, I hope not. <laughs> Oh, as, much, as much as I enjoy you meet in a tavern, you're a little young for, for the content. <laughs> I drink whiskey. You drink <laughs> you drink fictional whiskey as a fictional it's character in a fantasy whiskey world. Whiskey is whiskey. <laughs> you're, that is not true. <laughs> that is not true. Well, Joe, we're we're delighted uh, to to have you on. Um, this is something I've been wanting to do for for a long time, and start having uh, more guests on to play Dave over the internet. We've but uh, you get to be guests. our inaugural member, playing Dave, our favorite halfling cleric. All right. I'm yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So we got we got Joe all we caught up on time. where things were left off from the last episode. Girls, you have your spells picked out. Yes. You have your dice. Do you have pencils? Yes. You have pencils? Yes. yes. Character sheets? Yes. No. And I should have asked this earlier. When's the last time you went to the bathroom? Um, <laughs> this morning. This morning? Do you have to go now? No. Ten minutes ago. Ten minutes ago. Good job. No, no, actually, no, actually, yeah, I went ten minutes ago. Okay. Totally. Right. Yeah, I did. Do you want me to chuck this big dice at you? Okay, so for for the sake of time, because we're all we're, it seems like we're always in a hurry when when we're recording. So, uh -huh, uh -huh. should we play D and D? Yeah, no, because I quit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. Last time we had left well, I see, I see. We, we record last time separately from this. I know you say it. Previously, how's that? Thank you. Previously, <laughs> blah, 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 we blah. had 
gotten to the top of Mount Olympus after getting half a night's worth of sleep. Uh, we did some shopping. We did some a little bit of resting, a little bit of R and R, and then Varys, uh, the old sheriff from uh, Westman, led us out into the middle of the night on your ponies. So you have your ponies. Mm-hmm, and we realized as he was leading us out of the stables that he was not Varys, that he was actually a vampire in disguise <laughs> and cast a spell on the three of you, transporting you someplace very, very different. What? So, I have a question. Is sure. that the real Varys? You don't know. We do not know. <laughs> because you girls anyone. never ask anyone any questions. Oh, not if I could have, I'd say, "Are you real?" No, he's 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 not there anymore, unfortunately. So the environment is where you're at right now is drastically different compared to where you were because you were. It was in the middle of the night. It was a dry, hot desert that you were in. You said it was covered in snow. Now you are in an environment that is freezing cold. The wind blows from the west and cuts through your thin cloaks like and clothes. There's okay, no, snow being far. blown that's all around far. you, and it and it's hitting your cheeks and your ears and your face, Ooh. and it stings as the Urgh. ice is hitting into Put your face. Put out my hair. And it, and it is super bright out, so the sun is shining right now, but it's getting reflected back from the snow into your face. Being from Minnesota, we know all about snow blindness, and yeah. so that's what's happening right now. So you can barely squinting, trying to adjust your eyes to to the bright bright light that's out. So you're in the middle of nowhere. You're freezing cold right now, partially blind by the sunlight. You're on your ponies. You have your adventuring gear. Oh boy! You want to do a hobo hut? Mm. Is it warm in there? It is warm in there, yes. Hobo hut! Wait, are you doing it just around you? Everybody could fit inside mm. your hobo Fine. hut. Fine! We're dead. Are we going to try that? to wait out the storm? Mm, yeah. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. So you're going to cast that? Hobo hut! Okay, that's going to use up a spell slot for you. All right, so you step down. You get off of your pony. And it takes about a minute to cast this spell. Um, can you roll? Yeah. I don't know why, but I feel like doing sound effects. You feel like doing sound effects? Oh, you want to do sound effects? Just, uh, just roll an intelligence check for me. I just want to, just want to make sure that you don't do anything terrible with this. Yeah, just roll a, a d20 and add your intelligence modifier to it. You got a 17? Okay. Nice. All right, so you're shivering, but you managed to keep your hands steady enough to cast your hobo hut spell and the dome appears around all of you including your ponies and the temperature inside is a is a dry 72 degrees and you're perfectly Perfect. comfortable again wait, wait, 72 wait, wait, is wait. a little hot and then it drops to negative one no that, <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't happen that's how cold it maybe is maybe the ponies are messing with the thermostat yep you can actually see the snow actually starting to pile up on the side of the dome as the oh wind blows my. it on, oh no. on top of the dome. Oh, oh, can Dave cast Sacred Flame and kind of like heat the outside walls to melt some of that snow off? So the, the way that the hobo hut works, normally I would say yes, but the way the description in um, it's Tioman's Tiny Hut, I think is really? the, the name of the yeah. spell, really? is that nothing could pass through. Mm. Um, but... Air has to be able to pass through. So if if air can pass through, then I would think heat could pass through. But it's a magical heat, and it does spe- specify that magic cannot pass through uh-huh. the hut. Okay. 
Daddy, when we were doing my episodes, you said you didn't have to follow the books. You don't have to follow <laughs> the books. I'm just I'm making a ruling right now though that if Sacred Flame would not be able to affect the snow outside of the hobo hut. Well, girls, I don't know. We might get lot stuck in here if we keep letting the snow fall. Can the three of you roll a perception check for me? Yes. I have a feeling I'm going to burp. Dave got a 12. I got a 26. Wow. Ooh. Yeah, well, 26. I'm natural 20. Natural 20? Nice. Yep. I'm really good at perception. I get a plus six. You get a plus I'm six really six good six. at intelligence. Dave, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's dumb, drunk. He's dumb. Wait, how's it going? He's it's dumb drunk, and smart? Dumb and kind of smart. Okay. <laughs> dumb, no, 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 no. dumb and kind of smart. No, dumb it. smart. All right. So, Galaxy. So, you're sitting, you're chilling in your hobo hut, enjoying the perfect weather that's inside, perfectly comfortable, and you're seeing the snow swirl around and pile up on the dome Let, outside. And I'm banging on the door saying, let me out of here. <laughs> that's true. This is your first time in the hut. You've never been in this before. And I'm just, just playing with my Rubik's Cube. You're playing with your Rubik's Cube? <laughs> yep, okay. Trying to solve it. So, yeah. So, you get the green side done, and you start working on the blue side, and that's when you look up, and you see something outside the dome. What By the way, I got a 26. I know, but she got a, she got a natural 20. Why so shouldn't I also... Yeah, okay, you notice this too, sure. <laughs> so, so Galaxy, I forgot to ask, what color is the dome? Because you get to choose the color each time you cast it. I think you went with neon pink last time. You want to stick with that? No, 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 no. Flaming red. Flaming red. So uh, really bright, bright inconspicuous. red. Inconspicuous, I like yes. it. Actually, <laughs> Especially white. in the middle of a snowstorm. Yeah. No, no, no. Actually, wait. So no one can know there we you, go. where it is. Okay, you want to make it white. Yes. Okay, that's a good idea. Yes. But <laughs> smoke's yellow. coming out of the chimney. Nope, there's, there's no chimney. There's no smoke that ah, comes out of it. Is what it? about yellow? It could make it look like pee. <laughs> yellow snow? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm doing yellow. I'm doing pee yellow. <laughs> <laughs> that is a lot of yellow snow. This is our pony's fault. <laughs> You know it. Okay. All right. So I also did some of the ping. All right. So oh, no. you can only see the yellow from outside the dome. Inside the dome, it's completely translucent. You can see right through it. And that's why the two of you can notice. Dave is oblivious to this, but that's yeah. when the two of you notice the largest wolf you've ever seen in your life is slowly approaching the dome. He can't get in. No, he can't. But it looks like that the wolf is like stalking a little bit. So it's like the fur standing up on the back of of its back. And, and it's slowly at- moving through the snow. And this wolf is, it's a white wolf, but this wolf is big. It's Aww. like, it's taller than your ponies. So it looks like in, in one, one bite, this thing could grab hold of one of the ponies and, and, and snap its neck if it I wanted to. I was just smiling. But our and ponies when cannot his- die. That's that's true. Your ponies are unstoppable forces of nature. (laughs) I I just said I was smiling when you said he's bigger than my pony. My smile just dropped. You what? My smile. Your smile? No, no, it went into a sad face. (laughs) Oh, your smile went. No, the wolf was cold. Over intimidated and goes over to the house of peas a little and then walks away. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it, it comes over, marks its territory, and then moves on. Adds to the yellow. 
Yep. Now, my, on my character sheet, it says Amaretto, or Boozehound, my pony, is trained to make noise when intruders are near. So, would uh, he or she? Is it a she? It's a she. Uh, I think she. she sure, why not? Yeah. Did she make noise? Do it. Does Dave notice or think to look around? Would she make noise? Typically, it's <laughs> that would come up is when we're making camp. Um, I want a duck. Okay. But I want a duck. Actually, yeah, she do, she does make some noise. <laughs> and so you look around again, and so now, Dave, yes, you notice the large white wolf that's approaching the dome now. Oh, no. I think he's I want a duck. cold. What do you mean you want a duck? I want a pet duck. We'll get to it someday. <laughs> we'll get you a duck. Probably in 10 million years. All right, so the wolf walks up to the dome, and it's it's eyeing the dome. It's looking all around it, and it, it leaps and forward and sniffs a little bit. It's a pee. <laughs> it does not smell pee. No, it starts peeing. Oh, it's, no, it, no. Someone it's like, pee, quick. <laughs> I will. Do you have to... Roll a constitution check. Let's see if you can pee. I have to go. What? Peeing on command is a very difficult task. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. <laughs> and that's when you, the three of you notice that there are two other wolves that come out of the snow as well. And they're very, they're very hard to see. Uh, because they're they're all white and they blend in very very well with the the snow and the wind that's going on right now. And they don't, come forward and join the other wolf. Don't get bitten. I've learned that the hard way. Don't so get did by I. a wolf. You mean? Yeah. Okay. No, I got scratched. I, I got bitten, bitten mm-hmm. and I could turn into a that's werewolf. That's true. She did have the werewolf curse for and a little you bit. You were naked. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. She turned into a werewolf but and afterwards she was naked. naked. And you yeah. said magic cannot pass through this dome? That's correct. Magic mm, cannot pass through this dome. We're in trouble, girls. So, but I after... All the ears on the wolves tip forward as they are trying to... Uh, as they hear this sound coming from the dome. Yay! No, no! <laughs> they move around the dome for a couple of minutes and they paw at it and they sniff at it and they growl a little bit when they hear the noise that's coming from it. I turn into a bear and then growl. You're going to turn into a bear? Yes. Okay. And Dave is going to cast Thaumaturgy and make his voice three times louder and just go, uh, boogie, 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 <laughs> to try to scare them away. <laughs> so they hear this and they all jump back a little bit from, from the dome. And they look around, they sniff around a little bit more. Then they get bored and they run off into into the snow, into the surrounding woods again. Sure. Right when... Right when they were leaving, I just went, Where'd they go? Well, to do that, you'd have to take the dome down. No, 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 no. The only reason I was turning into a bear is because I thought we were going to fight and because I was going to make a big bear noise. Okay. Do do you want to take that back then that you you don't turn into a bear? Okay. There we go. How long does the dome last? Because maybe we should uh, The dome lasts for eight hours. Eight hours? Oh, my gosh. Good night, everybody. <laughs> well, girl, I don't, I don't know. I think maybe they might come back. Maybe we should try to get out of here and move to a different location. Good night. They know Bye. what we smell like. Garbage. And you, and you guys did not get a full night's sleep at Olympus either because you were woken up in the middle of the night by Varys to, to come out. He's not Varys. That's true, by that vampire dude. Does Olympics... Does Olympics... Do, is all the... um. Do they do a lot of Olympic stuff? Uh, uh, um, <laughs> wait, no, no. Wait, um, I, 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 I honestly don't know. <laughs> they should 
should do the Winter <laughs> so Olympics Dave, soon. Dave, um, your idea of like they smell us now. Mm-hmm. I know. We just pee and pour it on us, and then we're a different smell. Oh boy, this is <laughs> different people's pee. It's genius. No, our own pee, our own pee. Oh, oh. this is yeah. This is taking a hard left turn. Um, <laughs> no, okay. No, no one's peeing, and no one's peeing on anybody else. <laughs> I want to say not unless on there's a else. like a jellyfish bite or sting. Then, then you're allowed to pee at each other, but not before then. We should go to the beach and find some jellyfish. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is winter. No, no, no. We teleport each other to the um, beach, do that, and come back here. Do any of us know teleportation spells? Bernie does. Do it, Bart. Galaxy, do you have teleportation at all? No. I don't know. It's not <laughs> can trip. It's that one. I'm not even walk. I'm just teleport all the time. Because <laughs> you're so lazy. <laughs> you, can, you can fly. Maybe we fly out of the storm. You did pick fly? Okay. Ooh, nice. So, but you can only cast it on yourself. So you can only transport, <laughs> only your person, the stuff that you're carrying well, would no, be affected no, no. by the spell. You you carry us by, you carry us. I'll call her back. Yeah, Dave is pretty small. He could probably be carried, right? Oh, Dave, I'll, ha- I'll hold you by your feet and you'll be by terrified. By my feet? <laughs> <laughs> How about the hands or like the collar? Or how about your pinky? That's more. Or he could just climb on your back, like for a piggyback ride. There you go. No, I already said I'm on her back. Well, you're too big to be carried by her. So, but one thing that you could do is that you could change yourself into a rat, and so then you'd be the super teeny tiny animal that she could put in her pocket. A rabbit. No, no. Turn into what? Quack. A duck. Turn into a duck. A I'm non-flying duck, a, right? a non-flying duck, yes. I I'm did allow gonna, her to do this before. Yes. I'm going to be a duck. A non-flying duck. Okay. And I'll, I'll, I'll climb on to no, I'm a, Galaxy's I'm a duck back. who broke her wings. I'm a duck who broke her oh. wings. Oh. <laughs> that's I'll climb on to Galaxy's back and hold the duck under my right <laughs> armpit and just hang on to Galaxy or with my left hand. So are you going to take the dome down? Yes. Okay, you take... Or were you going to rest for a couple of hours before you try and do this? Yeah. Maybe we rest for a couple of hours just to regain everything um, that we lost. Yeah. Okay. Um, what do you think? I th- I th- um, yeah, I think they're they're in agreement. Okay. Yep. Um, <laughs> oh, that's right. You, don't, you meditate. You don't sleep because you, you're elves. Um, so you rest for a couple more hours. By the time that you feel like that you've gotten enough rest, it's uh, probably about midday of where you're at. And... So again, you're not. You guys are not dressed very well for for winter weather. So I imagine that if you're going to bring the hut down, you probably start going through your bags and pulling out whatever blankets um, or other materials or other clothing that you haven't put that on and try and bundle yourself up. I have feathers. Well, you're not a duck yet. I have mattresses. Yeah, you do not have mattresses. Mattresses. Oh, matches. Yes, you could. Yes, you could use matches to create fire if you needed to. The duck. <laughs> All right, so okay, you re- okay, you get ready. You take the dome down. You turn into a duck. <laughs> D- Dave picks you up. You mm-hmm. don't need a blanket. Your feathers really warm you. Dave hops onto your back, and you cast you cast fly. So you hold your hand up and you make some gestures and, and spout no, off a couple words. 
time to look Superman brick through the ceiling. Okay, okay, so you're going to time it so that you end the dome spell wah, wah, at the same time wah, as you pass through flying. Okay. And you stick one hand up in the air and fly into the air like Superman. Shut up, duck! <laughs> quack, 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 quack. Uh, Dave covers the duck's bill. <laughs> So, Galaxy, which which way are you going to fly? North. You're going to fly north. Quack! Okay. Do you, roll a survival check for me. I want to see if you know which way is north. I'm terrible at I'm a survival check. I'll give you directions. Well, you're a duck right now. You can't talk. You can't talk when you're a duck. Oh, my God. Another natural 20. Shut up. Oh, yes. nice. Okay. Yeah, you you know exactly which, which direction to, quack, to go. Quack, quack. Except for you think right. I should say, you know exactly which direction north is. And so you start flying that way. And so you start flying. You start clipping along at a good pace. And I believe fly, that lasts for 10 minutes? Well, Concentration up to 10 minutes. Yep. Okay. <laughs> so so you don't have a lot of time with this spell. So uh, so you're heading north. Can she flap her wings to help? No, 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 because she's a, she's a non-flying duck. No, no, I'm trying to, but it doesn't help. It doesn't Wait, help. Is that why you were tooting? Is because you were trying to provide <laughs> yeah. momentum? Oh, God. I can continuously <laughs> cast Thaumaturgy and just send a force of wind out the back so we go faster. So flying north, the spell only lasts for 10 minutes. So you need to find shelter soon. Shelter. To the north is mountains. And off in the distance you can see what looks like that there was a trail leading towards those mountains. And so someone has been walking back and forth from that, those mountains into the snow, the tundra, and the, and the forest around this. Does it so it does seem like that there's new. people in the area. Does it look mm-hmm. new? It, it does look new because with the wind and the snow, it would have been quickly covered up if it was old. So it's probably within the last hour or so that someone had come through this area. Let's follow it! I try to say I think it's the vampire, but all you hear is quack, 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 quack. <laughs> okay. Alright, so so you follow the trail Yes. with Dave on your back, and Dave has a duck under his arm. My armpits are very sweaty, by the way. Dave has a sweating problem. A perspiration problem. Quack, quack, quack! You're getting covered in halfling Dave sweat now. <laughs> So you fly along for the 10 minutes, and you can feel, Galaxy, that the spell is is about to end. So I go to, I fly down. All right, so you fly down to the ground. And but I'm, I'm, when I was flying, I was eating chips and salsa while I was You were eating chips and salsa. Did our ponies follow us on the ground? They would have or, had to, yes, that's right. Yeah. No, no, we're not we leaving put them, are a we? lead, and it went very down on the ground, and we <laughs> flew, and they were walking with us. No, it's it, it's fine. It's fine because the, the ponies, they're very loyal ponies. So when they saw that you took off into the air, they immediately started running after you. So you were flying faster than what the ponies could keep up with. But uh, I'll say you're only flying for 10 minutes. So I'd say five more minutes, the ponies do finally catch up. Problem solved. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> so you look down. Actually, roll a... Now I want all three of you to roll a, uh, a survival check for me. That is a, a nine for Dave. Okay. Okay. Thirteen. All right, Mimi, you're on your pony, and you're looking down at the tracks, and these they are uh, some are booted, large boots. So it is 
does seem to be people that are walking around. But there are some tracks that look like that they have claws on them that are walking next to the booted tracks as well. And Vampire with swearful. No, 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 not those, not those kind of claws. Um, so these, you would, but they're bipedal, so meaning that it was someone that had just two, two feet uh, for both the boots and the, the clawed footprints. And you actually suspect that it might actually be dragonborn footprints. Hmm. <gasps> Are Jed? Jed? Jed's not with you. Jed's not with you. No, Jed could be teleported in there. I, you don't know. Jed. Then I see, then I try to scream out, Jed! But what comes out is, <laughs> Gosh, I forgot that you're a duck already. So you're sitting on top of your pony as a duck, looking down <laughs> at these tracks in the snow. So, okay, so you... When so we're you, sitting on our ponies? Yeah, you're sitting on your ponies, because you're, your ponies caught up to you. Um, so, I ta- so I pull it with my feathery wings, like... Okay. So, so Dave and Galaxy, you see the duck point out with its wings <laughs> towards... Can we more see the tracks? Yep, you can see the tracks, too. Hmm. So I think we should follow them, but maybe we should be quiet about it. Just in case this isn't Jed and someone not nice. Everyone's not nice That sometimes. means no quacks. <laughs> no quacks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... So, so you try and move. What do you think? You want to move we? sneakily, right? Yeah. Quack, 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 quack. Quiet quacks. Can the three of you roll a stealth check for me? Twenty-one for Dave. Ooh, you have to tell me the a number. Nine. You got a nine? Okay. The duck? No, uh, galaxy. Oh. The wizard. <laughs> and the duck got nineteen. I think I was chomping on my chips too loudly. <laughs> <laughs> Did you buy a bag of chips? Yeah, she she always has chips and salsa with her. It's just, it's, oh, it's just canon. Yeah. All right, so you think you're being super duper stealthy, but you're just crunch, 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 crunch on your on your chips and salsa as as you're riding along. Um, so you keep going. Um, and I'm going to say that the wild shape spell has worn off by now. Yes! So you turn back into Mimi again. Okay. All right, now I need the three of you to roll a perception check. Perception! Ooh, a seven for Dave. A I'm very perceptive today. Whoa. Mimi got a natural 20. Unnatural. Oh, unnatural, I'm sorry. A nine, okay. Ooh. Still better than Dave. It's a five. Yeah, but she adds to it. All right. So Mimi, you are the only one that notices this, but you can see in the woods, in the snow-covered pines and leaves, you see a white wolf that is tracking us. I tell Dave, do your boogie boogie thing. <laughs> <laughs> And Dave turns <laughs> and sees the wolf. He's like, what? What? And he casts Thaumaturgy. And he makes his voice three times louder. And he goes, boogity, 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 boogity. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, can you uh, roll an intimidation for me? Yes, absolutely. Oh, no. That's a natural one. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> 
What comes out is. So, 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 David, Vivi, that's when that's when you notice that the, the wolf stops in his tracks and looks at you like wide eyed, like it was suddenly startled, and then immediately breaks into a run and is dashing right for us. And that's also when you see two other wolves appear out of the woods behind it. And they are all running towards us at breakneck speeds. <laughs> quack, 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 Boogity boo. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So they are a couple hundred feet away. So a couple hundred. Yeah, but they're, they're closing the distance fast. So you, you have a, uh, I will let everybody get in action before we roll initiative with the wolves. Fireball. No. Alright, so you want to immediately engage in combat with them, okay? How far are they? Uh, they're about uh, 200 feet away. Oh, dang, I can't do that. Why not? It's range 60 feet. Oh, the range. Oh, 60 feet? Okay. Well, um, I will let you hold your action until they get within range. So as soon as they're in range, then, then you can hit them with the fireball if that's what do you want to do. do, 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 do. Okay. Uh, Galaxy, what, what were you going to do? Ride on my pony into the sunset. sunset. Ride on your pony into the sunset? Yeah. So you're going to abandon your friends yes. as these three wolves are charging in at them? Yes. No, no, I think, no don't do I, it. I, I think you can make a better choice with, than that. We've dealt with a lot more. We've dealt with a dragon, and now you're deciding to quit. You're going to abandon your friends. No. Magic missile. And this is Magic her warning. Missile? Okay. Ooh, that's good because there's three of them. What, what level were you going to cast Magic Missile at? Because you can get more missiles out of it if you cast it at a higher level. If you cast it at level 3, uh, you would actually get 5 Magic Missiles out of it. Do you want to do that? Level 3? Okay. Alright, so Dave, what what, uh, what are you going to do? Uh, Dave's going to hold his action, um, and when they get within 30 feet, he's going to cast Bane on all three of them. So that Ooh. means they each have to make a Charisma saving throw, and if they fail... Whenever they make an attack roll or saving throw, they you roll a d4 and subtract that from their attack or saving throw for a minute. All right, so Magic Missile has a range of 120 feet, so you actually do get to go first. 120 Yep. Feet. All right, so it automatically hits. So you've got five Magic Missiles, so you want to hit all three of them, correct? How do you want to... So how do you want to split up the, the last two Magic Missiles? Two of them get two. Okay, so we'll, we'll just do... Uh, we'll just name off as wolf one, two, and three. No, no, no. Wolfie, Wolfie, and Dirty. Okay, one more time. Wolfie? <laughs> What's wolf. A wolf? Wolfie. Wolfie. Derpy. And and what, what was the third one? Derpy. Bob. Bob? No, <laughs> Wolfie? Wait, Wolfie? Wolf, Wolfie, and Bob. Wolf, Wolfie, and Bob. Wolfie. Is Bob the large wolf? <laughs> the biggest know, he, one? Yeah. Yeah, Bob's yeah, Bob's the biggest Bob's the one. Bob's the biggest one. Okay. okay. All right. All right, so do you want so how many missiles do you want to send at Bob? All of them? Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Down with Bob. <laughs> All right. So so start rolling the damage for uh, for your five magic missiles. That's a 1d4 plus 1. 5 2 3 Three and three. Uh, so that would be sixteen in total. Woo! Is he dead? It is. It is not dead. But the five 
green pulses of magic shoot out of your hands and slam into the wolf as it's charging towards us. But they keep they keep on charging. Uh, Mimi, it is your turn now. So you are going to cast What's their Fireball. So, so they're at 60 feet now. I can exactly do it. Yep. So the way, you've never cast Fireball before. So this is a new magical no, ability. I have Flaming Sphere. Oh, Flaming Sphere. Oh, I thought you were going to do Fireball from your I helmet. I have Fireball. You have Fireball on your helmet. Ooh, no, you I meant to do, do I meant to do Flaming Sphere. You meant to do Flaming Sphere? Okay. You can do Flaming Sphere. So you would cast Flaming Sphere. It's about five feet wide, and you'd, you're able to send out the sphere to, to slam into the creatures that are in that area, so you'd only be able to hit one of them with it. I'm going to sl- do it to Bob. You're going to do it to Bob. Okay. <laughs> Poor Bob. Poor Bob. What right. about Bob? All right, so you shoot out Flaming Spear, and Bob misses his dexterity saving throw, so he's going to take uh, the damage from it. Can you roll up the damage for Flaming Spear for me? Um, 11. 11, all right. Nice. What, what do I get? You hold out your hands, and a five-foot flaming sphere appears in front of him and then shoots out in front of you and slams into Bob and singes <laughs> his, his white fur. Mm-hmm. But he, does he die? He does not die. He, uh. he keeps on charging. So, Dave, what were you going to do? Yeah, Dave is going to like lift up his mace and spin it around in the air and say something like, um, <laughs> no, uh, by the power of Mishakal, you cannot harm us. And, <laughs> and then three, <laughs> three. Uh, I guess we'll just say blue, blue uh, sparks of light shine out of his mace and hit all three of the wolves, and they are now baned. Oh no, they have to make a saving throw. They have to make a charisma saving throw. Uh, and they do not make their charisma saving right. throw. Yes! So any attack or saving throw that they make uh, for the next minute, they have to roll a d4 and subtract that from their roll. Okay. Huh. All right, so now the wolves are within... So they're at 30 feet now. So now we're going to roll initiative because they'll be able to close the distance on, My on all of My handy dagger gives me advantage. Dave got a 22... 14. 14 for Mimi. Galaxy, what did you get? 11. 11? Okay. So all of the wolves did very poorly on their initiative as well. <laughs> so, Dave, you get to go first. Spiritual weapon is a normal action or bonus uh, to, action? To cast it is a bonus action, bonus I action. believe. Okay, yep. and then to strike with it. All right, so I'm going to cast spiritual weapon first as a bonus action. Uh-huh. And then... I can I can use my lightning mace yeah. as the thing approaches. So I'm gonna run up to Bob. I'm just gonna sprint towards Bob, yelling "Boogie boogie boo!" Everybody does not like Bob. And I'm going to strike out with my lightning mace. Okay. My mace. These arcs of electricity come from the yep. top as I strike out, and that's a 23. That Whoa, that just it? barely hits. <laughs> okay. Oh, good. Was it natural? The, yes, it was that natural. A natural 23, <laughs> yep. I mean, was the 20 Do natural. we not roll D100s when we hit? <laughs> I mean, was the 20 natural? Oh, no, I rolled a 15, but I get a plus 8 on my mace. Whoa. So I roll 4D6 lightning. Well, you actually roll the damage for your mace first and then oh, okay. add 4D6 lightning oh, on top man, of this. Is, this is great. All right, so the lightning, or the first hit does um, 8 bludgeoning damage. Okay. And then the lightning 
is going to do 14 more. 14 lightning damage. So Dave runs forward with his mace twirling in his hands, and he comes up with a big Louisville slugger swing with his mace and cracks Bob right across the face. And you actually send Bob flying uh, flying away from, from you, and he tumbles into the snow. And the, 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 he pauses for just a moment, but he rolls a couple times, and then, but he gets back on, on his feet, and, and he starts charging forward again with, with the other Ooh. wolves. And Dave says, how's that for intimidation? <laughs> so it's my turn? Uh, Mimi, yes, it is your turn now. I'm going to do what So you still have your flam- flaming sphere route, so you can move that around and attack as a bonus action. Me. Okay. To see if they're actually humans. Hmm. Or wolves. <laughs> <laughs> it might do nothing, but who knows? Well, they could be werewolves. <gasps> yeah, I think that's what she's thinking. Like mm. trying to transform them back into their human forms if they're if they're werewolves of some sort. I cast it. Okay. So the way that this works is they have have to do a Constitution saving throw. Wow, and they missed their constitution saving throw. So they're going to take full damage from this, and if they were shapeshifters, they would turn back into their, their natural form. So this beam of white light shoots out of the heavens and hit... Oh, how big is it? It's 40 foot high, 5 foot radius. Okay, so it's, you can only hit one of them at a time with it. But they're all through together. No, no, you'd only be able to hit one of them at a time. So I'm guessing you're probably going to go after Bob. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Boy, Bob, Bob did something in another Poor life, apparently. Bob. <laughs> All right, so Bob missed his constitution saving throw. Can you roll uh, 2d10 for me? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. It's 3d10. 3d10 at this is level. This ten? Yes, that is the 10 sider. 50. So 5, okay. 5, 3, okay. 6. So your moonbeam comes down and burns Bob more, and he is—he is not looking good. He is—he's. But does he turn into a human? He does not turn into a human. So as far as you can tell, this is actually a real wolf, and Bob is—he is hurting. It's like his jaw is a little crooked from where Dave had hit him with his mace. His fur is burnt and singed from the fireball that you sent at him, and now just everywhere he's more singed and burnt and pink from the moonbeam that came down. Oh, and he's got uh, dents and scars on his body from the five magic missiles that Galaxy had sent out at him. And he's like, what did I do? I didn't want to cuddle him. This is so adorable. And so now, now it's the wolves' turn, and Bob barks out, surprisingly, a word to the other wolves. And you hear this, STOP! And the other wolves stop in their tracks, and they all turn around and run away, and Bob has his tail between his legs as he's running. <laughs> ha Why? Dave raises his mace. You, you did so much damage to, to Bob before he even got to us. He was just like, there's, he just figured that there's no way that they're going to be able to win this fight and tucked his tail and ran. But just wanted to point out, he did actually say the word stop to the other wolves before they took off. Then why didn't Moonbeam work? Yeah, do you want to roll a, uh, a nature check for me? Sure. Draw. All three of you can do it if you want. Five for Dave. 
<laughs> You're on fire today, Joe. 21. I know. <laughs> 21. 21, okay. All right, so, so Mimi, you do recall knowing a little bit about these large winter wolves. And you recall hearing that some people thought that winter wolves could actually speak a very simple form of common. And they could actually communicate basic words to each other and to people. So they are somewhat intelligent creatures. So they're not werewolves. They're not humans in disguise. They're wolves, but they're very, very smart wolves that can speak a little bit. And that's the reason why this, this wolf was able to say that word to the others. So should we follow them, or should we avoid that situation? Avoid. Avoid. Yeah, they, avoid. they did run back off into the woods in the opposite direction of the trail oh, that yeah. you're following. We should keep going north. I say we keep following those footprints. So you continue following the, the trail uh, in the snow, and the, the steps seem to be getting fresher and fresher as you go along. So it seems like whoever made this trail in the snow, that you may be catching up on them. But it does seem like that there are ways ahead. So after, I'll say maybe an hour of traveling after this. On our ponies. On your ponies, yeah. You still haven't caught sight of them yet. But you have gotten closer to the mountains. And you can start seeing some detail on the mountains that it looks like that there's some sort of a fortress or a large, at least a large opening and a bridge that has been carved into the side of the mountain. And it looks like that the trail leads into this fortress inside of the mountain. Let's knock and see if anyone's home. Knock, knock, knock. Hello. <laughs> so you continue moving forward and you get to the bridge. And the bridge is, is made of stone and it looks like it's, it's good, solid stonework. And it should be able to support all of you, no problem. But there are chunks of it that are missing. So it looks like that whoever built this bridge and whoever created this, this fortress in the side of the mountain uh, built this uh, hundreds, if not thousands of years ago. And... It looks like that it has just gone into disrepair since then. But it was built with such craftsmanship by that time, even without someone maintaining it, it is still standing and still looks sturdy and strong. The bridge itself is partially covered by the snow that's blowing in, uh, but it does span over a, uh, a large uh, crevice that's a couple of hundred feet down. So the bridge is certainly wide enough for all of you to, to ride side by side on your ponies if you wanted to and avoid the holes that are in it. Uh, but just wanted to uh, just outline for that that if you were to fall off of this bridge the fall would more than likely kill you. Oh no. Uh, I would, let's leave our ponies here. Oh well, see I was going to send Amaretto first. Oh yeah let him die. Send the unkillable horses first. Yeah send the unkillable horses first. So I, I smack Amaretto on the butt and I say, giddy up. Can, can you roll in animal handling for me there, Dave? Yeah. yeah. Natural 20. Oh. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Amaretto hops to it. Definitely charges across the bridge and dodges all the holes in the, in the cracks that are in it. And it, and it gets over to, to the other side and it, and it whinnies and, pat, and <laughs> paws at the ground waiting for, uh, for additional instructions from you. All right. Yeah, I'm going to run after her. Okay. Don't run. <laughs> I'm going to nimbly run after her as a okay. halfling. 
Okay. So at, at this point, going across the bridge, uh, this, so the footsteps that, that you were following led up to this bridge, but now that you're on stonework right now, it's, it's very difficult to tell where the, the steps uh, lead to. But it looks like this is the direction they were going. They were going into the fortress. Oh. So, but Dave, you get across, no problem, and uh, you grab hold of Amaretto's reins once you get to the other side. What's the problem? I actually turned it stick. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Blame it on the pony. <laughs> uh, I'm like, Sam's face turns red. She's got this look on her face. The birdie jumps up from her chair, trying to get as far away from her as she can as her headphones will let her. <laughs> I want like, that to be canon. That actually happened in the story. <laughs> uh, so, yes. Yeah, so you're at the other side of, of the ravine and galaxy. You hear it toot come from Mimi. <laughs> Constitution saving throw galaxy <laughs> so you don't pass out. <laughs> She's doing it. Constitution saving throw. She got a natural one. She got a one. <laughs> 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 oh, so, so, so galaxy, you get, you get a whiff of this toot from, from Mimi and it's so strong and so powerful. You're so startled, you fall off of your pony, and you land in the snow, and you can't help yourself because it's like, it's like, it's like the fight or flight reaction just got triggered <laughs> in you, and you take off running across the bridge, and you quickly join Dave on the other side. But Dave Galaxy keeps running past you, and runs into the the large stone opening of this fortress. Dave looks back across to Mimi and then looks back to Galaxy and he just shrugs his shoulders and follows Galaxy in. No, no, and then Mimi says, what? <laughs> so Mimi, you're standing out in the cold by yourself on top of your on top of your pony, Tiny Ginger. Bacon, come in here! Okay, you yell that from, from inside the fortress and, and Bacon starts slowly making her way across Tiny the bridge. Tiny Ginger, I tell her, galley up! She goes, right. Yep, you snap the reins and you start you start galloping across the across the bridge. Feeling much better. Yes. <laughs> better out than in. Going inside the, the, the fortress, Galaxy already got a preview for this, but to describe this for, for Dave and Mimi, since they didn't charge charge in like she did. Um it's a very it's a nondescript opening but again the stonework and the craftsmanship you can tell is beyond reproach so you probably suspect that it's dwarven handiwork that that built this out but it's a huge opening that that leads into this structure and it looks like that maybe at one point in time that there might have been uh, wooden doors to to seal this some large wooden iron bound doors but um, they have long ago have rotted or been been torn down and it's a huge room that you enter into. And it looks like that this might have been some sort of uh, staging or a construction area for um, moving very large uh, things in and out of the fortress um, or for uh, convening a large group of people and, and marching them in and out of the fortress. Is it warm in there? It is noticeably warmer inside the structure than it is outside. Yes. Was it warmer than my tiny home? No, it's not, no, it's not quite that warm. But yeah, it's I. So outside, I will say that it's like five degrees Fahrenheit. Oh my 
my god! So super duper cold. Then inside, it's uh just above freezing. So it's like, I'd say like thirty eight degrees Fahrenheit. Which is not very warm, but that is noticeably warmer than outside. Much better, yeah. Are there any doors leading away from this room? There there are at the other end of this large hallway. It does look like that there are uh, large openings that lead down. Uh, and then there also looks like that there's a, there's a large opening that looks like that has some mechanisms or contraptions uh, built around it in it. But it's kind of hard to see what it is because um, you're so far away because this is still uh, hundreds of feet um, into into the room from where you're at. Hmm. Oh, Dave wants to walk in that direction and check out that those mechanisms. Okay. See what they do maybe. Do you, want, do you want to roll an investigation check for me? Yeah. Oh, Dave is really good at investigation. Oh, 16. 17 minus 1. That's not bad. I'm also good at investigation. Are you going to do an investigation? Do you want to help? He was being sarcastic. <laughs> I am a <laughs> 24. Wow, that's Whoa. really good. Wow, Would natural you, 1. You got a 1. <laughs> <laughs> but I had 2. I had there two. you go. <laughs> All right, so, so Mimi, you're still... Um, you're you're still beside yourself with that, that toot that you let out before, and and you actually you have a you feel another one brewing and you're focusing on holding this one in, <laughs> and so you don't you're 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 not noticing anything that's going on in the room right now. Dave and Galaxy, you move forward. So so Dave, you you go forward and they it, move forward because of my toot. Yes, so you move forward and you get to this opening at the at the end of the room and the, well the first thing that you notice is that there is actually a lit torch in a sconce over here so there have been people here recently so you're you're able to see it's it's darker at this side of the room but with the torch you're able to to see okay but in the opening on the side of the room is a, it is another huge opening and but as you approach it, you see that this is an opening into empty space beyond um, and it looks like it's darkness beyond that leads down to the left and to the right of this large opening. You can see that there's large uh, stone staircases that lead down into the dark, but where you're at this large opening is just, it's a sheer drop off Hmm. uh, that leads down into the dark and right below the edge. It does look like that there was metal and wood um, used at one point in time for some sort of a pulley system. And if you look over the edge and peer down, you can see the edges of what looks like a gigantic elevator. That's probably about you know thirty feet down, but it's it's a little askew. It looks like it might be off its tracks a little bit, and it, it hangs at a at a precarious angle. It looks like that it might be able to support some some sort of weight that's on it, but at mm-hmm. the angle that it's sitting at, um, it looks like that it it broke and was just abandoned to to never never to be used again. So Galaxy, you notice all of this as well. And then but you bring your eyes back up and you look start looking back through the room again. And something catches your eye up near the top of the room. So it looks like that there's a a small catwalk that leads all around the edges of the top of this room. And is barely imperceptible, but it does look like that there are lines in the wall on this catwalk and it's a little out of place it looks a little different than the rest of the walls this is the only place that you see these these little lines up on this catwalk at the top of the the room what 
do what do I do? You don't have to do anything if you don't want to. Did I did I investigate already? You did do an investigation, so but you want to investigate further? Touch the line. Yeah. So where you're at, you don't actually see a way to get up to this catwalk. You don't see any stairs or ladders or ropes or anything like that. Does it look like there's any um like languages on the walls? There's no writing on the walls. Hey Galaxy, you why are you looking up? Do you need to climb up? I have a rope. So you could try and figure out a way to get up to that catwalk to investigate those lines that you see in the wall, or you could try and go down. And, and again, there are two large stone staircases to either side of this, this large opening as well that lead down into the darkness as well. Let's go down to the dungeon. Okay. You want to go down? Yeah. It'll be warmer down there anyway. Hopefully. Hopefully. But can we? Can I pull off one of those... Uh, Torches off the sconce to light the way forward. Yeah, but I do. Sure, you do, you do have to hop up a little bit to get at yeah, them because as a halfling, right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're able to hop up and, and grab it out of the sconce, no problem. All right, let's go down the left or right. Left, because sometimes right is not right. I like that logic. No, but right is always right. No, unless it's two rights, three rights make a left. So are you go- so you're going right? <laughs> okay, you go right. <laughs> All right. So you go down the these stairs and there's there's they're open to the large dark area. And so the as you start going down, they're they're very straight and rigid stairs. They don't curve, but they so but they they go down, they you hit a landing and then they turn to the left. You go down further and they hit another landing and then they turn to the right. So they sort of zigzag down into the darkness. And the light from the torch lights up the stone stairs and the wall uh, behind them. But it's still, the area is so deep and so dark that it's still just nothing but darkness around you as as you're heading down. But as you continue to head down, you do start to see some other light from other torches that are near the bottom of these stairs. Okay. And... (laughs) You do get to uh, another smaller room. Uh, well, actually, no, it's not a room. So, what's the best way to describe it? So, it, it is—it's a—it's a large opening. So, you get to—you get to a landing that is open to to the air, and there's a another small set of stairs that leads into uh, to an enclosed in an enclosed room, and around those stairs is more torches there's about six torches uh that have been laid up these aren't on on sconces on walls these are uh, they're freestanding torches that are just on some some like posts that have been put around this should i smack amaretto's butt and tell him to lead the way again <laughs> yeah Silence. giddy up giddy up amaretto well wow. because you got a 20 before on that joe i'm gonna say yeah it's amaretto ah, nice. reacts okay. to you no problem and yeah it, it goes charge it forward and, and walks down these additional mm-hmm. stairs no problem i'm gonna stick the before it goes i'm gonna stick the torch in its saddle so that it lights the way so you send amaretto in there and that's when you hear a startled yelp but not from not from the horse it um and you hear you hear a little voice starting to talk but who understands Draconic? Me. Me. Dave, do you know Draconic? N- not Dave. Nope. Okay. So, Dave, you would just hear some, some language, but it, it sounds like it's a language from, from a child. You two girls 
you understand. You hear this. Well, how how did a how did a horse get in here? What? And why do you why do you have a torch? Where what where did you come from? I run in and say, to scare the poor children. Boogity boogity boogity. Quack 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 quack. And that's when, so you go charge and it just. And Dave just face palms pretty hard and follows. And you see, you see Amaretto standing there, and Amaretto even gives a little bit of a start as you come charging down the <laughs> stairs into this room. Hey, Amaretto, how's it going, baby? And you see a a little black dragonborn child that, as soon as you come in, its eyes go wide and it turns around and runs in the opposite direction out of the room. I'm sorry to scare you. You just hear. As the as the feet carry the the little dragonborn away we from you. We won't hurt you. I'm scared. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're scary. Well, maybe maybe he's or she is lost. Should we should we follow and try to make sure she knows we're fine? We're okay. We're good people. Maybe, um, maybe. Child, where are you going? No answer. Are you scared of me? I think that's pretty obvious. <laughs> yeah, you're a little, um, I'm like one of the most likable persons on this earth. Yeah, and so why would you go charging into a room, <laughs> screaming and yelling and waving your arms all around? He said he knows as a kid. <laughs> Dave's gonna chase after her and just say she didn't mean it. Uh, all right, so so you all you all run forward, yeah. and. You're not quite sure where the light is coming from, but this these caverns uh, in these tunnels ha- seem to have their own light to them. There are still torches here and there, but there seems to be some other light that just seems to be coming from from the area in general. So it's not super bright, but it, it is enough that, that you'd be able to see in for for Dave not to be hindered by uh, by not having dark vision. So you keep going down, and you can still hear the child running away from you, and but you come to a T, and from the echoing that's happening from, from the child's footsteps, you can't tell if the child went left or if the child went right. Sorry, child! Should we split up? No, splitting up is no. the worst thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're right, you're right. <laughs> they always do that in horror movies. That's true, they do. And, they, and someone always gets killed. That's right. <laughs> so lesson learned. <laughs> so, so which direction would you like to go in? I'd like to go see the right, because right is always right. Okay. <laughs> Not always. So, yes, always. So you, so you go to the right. Are you still moving quickly to try and chase after the child, or are you going to try and move a little bit more cautiously I'm now? I'm going to move quickly. You're going to move quickly. All right. Quickly, but kindly. <laughs> yes. All right. So you're start chugging along down uh, down this hall, and, and again, it's a large stone hallway. So you're able to stay on your ponies and ride them around through this area, no problem. So the, I I think the one thing that would probably jump out at you is is even though the structure and everything was put together by dwarves here, everything has been built oversized it's like everything that's been built out here it looks like it's been designed to move large amounts of people or huge pieces of equipment or other manufactured items throughout so there's 
lots and lots of elbow room that you've got around yourself. So you never feel claustrophobic being in here, even though that you're deep underground inside a mountain right now. Child, I wasn't meaning to scare you. I just didn't know you were a child. So I need the three of you to roll a investigation check, but you all need to do it with disadvantage. So roll the 20 center twice and pick the lower of the two. A seven for Dave. Four and a two. Okay. We <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait no, I add something. So yeah. no adding? No, you, you add it. So you roll a 20-sider twice, and you pick the lower of the two, and then add your modifier four, onto it. Four, four, okay. four. Natural one. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. There you go. Ten. There so you go. That's what we got. Sixteen. No, no, you have to pick the one, because you pick the lower of the two. All right. So you're all walking along, and... Galaxy, that's when you hear you hear the hoof of bacon click something in the floor. Oh no. Bacon! And, <laughs> and that's when a stone wall drops down behind you, sealing off the path that you just came in. And after a moment, that's when you hear more footsteps, a lot more uh. than what you had heard from from the child. And you can make out the the jangling of metal and leather that, that goes along with these footsteps. What if it was Mimi and Dave? Mimi and Dave, no. <laughs> no, no. So, th- so this is a wall that got, that trapped all three of you. So all of you are still together. It's just this wall that dropped has sealed off the, the hallway from where you came from. Can uh, Dave's gonna elbow Mimi and just say tiny hut, tiny hut, tiny hut, or uh, galaxy. Dave's gonna elbow galaxy. Okay, okay, tiny hut. But it takes a minute. It does take a minute. Oh okay. no. <laughs> so are you gonna start? You gonna start casting that spell? Yeah. Okay. And it slowly builds. Right. So yep, you start going to work and start trying to form the dome and around the footsteps you. Footsteps are loud. And you could start hearing voices adult voices now that are speaking in draconic and it sounds like one of them is yelling out orders oh dear and after about 30 seconds they're getting very very close in fact they sound like they're they are right on the other side of the wall that just closed oh i speak i am speaking Draconic. Draconic. <laughs> um, right now, and I yell, "We don't. We're not here to hurt you. We just accidentally scared a child." And Dave casts thaumaturgy and goes, "Boogity boogity boogity boo." <laughs> <laughs> no, Dave, don't. So that's when the three of you you hear a little voice from up above. But remember, the tiny hat appears around us. Or should we not? Well, do no, the tiny yeah, well hat? you're still in the middle of the casting. Okay, I'm spell. not going to do the tiny hut, actually. She so, cancels it. So, okay, so so you hear this voice from up above you, and that's that breaks your concentration in building the spell, so you stop doing the spell. And you look up, and in a little a little outcropping, a little opening in in this big hallway, you see the little face of this black dragonborn looking down at you. And you can't tell if it's a boy or a girl, but... I'd say it's a girl. So in this little girl dragonborn, she says down to you in Draconic, so Dave wouldn't understand this. It's like, I wouldn't let them catch you if I were you. And then her head dips back into the hole and disappears. So we should... Well, Dave doesn't know anything. 
What was that? What'd she we say? Better, we better run. All right, so I start running. All right, so y'all y'all take off running. Still on your ponies. Start riding down the hallway and going faster and faster, as fast as the ponies will, will carry you. And their hooves are beating against the stone, and they reverberate and echo through throughout the the structure and the stone. Uh-huh. And that's when you come to a another large opening. It does look like that it 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 might have led to some stairs at one point in time, but a sec- a large section of the stairs have fallen away. So you could see the stairs below you, but there are probably about 15 feet worth of, of air in between where you're at and where the stairs uh, are. It does look like that someone had built some sort of a, a patch or a ramp bridging the gap in between, but like that elevator that we saw before, it's hanging about a foot lower than it should and it's hanging at an angle and it does not look particularly sturdy. I still run. So, what, you're jump? just, oh, just going to charge out yeah. onto this, this wood platform and try and get to the stairs? Okay. No, I, then I jump over. <laughs> Can I cast Mending as we run? <laughs> that's, oh, I like that, Joe. That's a, that's a good thought. Okay, yes, I'll, I'll let you cast Mending as All you right. go. But, but, so, but Mimi takes off before you're completely ready. And oh, she, no. starts, she, starts, she starts running out. And Mimi, can you roll a, or Sam, Sam, roll a 20-sider for me and tell me if it's uh, higher than a 10. Natural 20. <laughs> you got a 20? Oh, yes. Okay. You, all right, so yes. you dive across before Dave's ready with his mending spell. And somehow you just, you. Elegantly. Just, your pony Close. just hits all the right spots. Just no problem whatsoever. If anything, there's wait, just wait, a wait, little wait, bit wait. of a shaking, a little bit of dust that comes wait, off no, of the no, wood no. platform. And then- <laughs> so you, yeah, you make it across the platform, no problem, and you get onto the large stone steps on the other side. So, but then you start you, you start casting your mending and you yeah. start knitting these pieces together. That's on on on, on the wooden platform. Come on, guys, just jump. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dave's jumping after he mends it. All right. Dave, roll a uh, roll a twenty sider for me and let me know what the number is. Uh, not, not a ten. Less than a ten. Less than a ten. Okay. A six. You got a six. All right. I'm doing it. What are but you doing? I mend it. <laughs> Jumping. Seventeen. You got a seventeen. All right. Da, da, da. So so Dave goes out on Amaretto, and he starts moving across the platform very very quickly and. Then Galaxy comes out on Bacon, and she starts moving across the platform as well. And you can hear the footsteps and the yelling getting closer behind us. And that's when Amaretto, one of its feet, breaks through the wood on the platform, and Amaretto starts to starts to stumble. No! <gasps> but Galaxy is right behind on on Bacon. So I push his butt like. <laughs> you gonna try and push her? Go! Okay. Can you roll roll an animal handling check for me? Okay. Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. All right. So you managed to prod Bacon to bump into the flank of Amaretto, and that just manages to bump Amaretto and Dave along further past the wood platform. But you could feel feel the wood platform shaking. And you can hear things starting to snap and give way underneath of it. And just as you get across the platform onto the stone 
stone stairs, that's when the platform falls away behind you and clatters and makes a huge cacophony of noise and echoes throughout the throughout the area as all of this old rotted wood drops away into the darkness below. That's it running. Alright, so you don't even, you don't even watch. Yeah. Don't even watch this stuff all. You just keep running on down. So you're riding your horses, your ponies hard, down these stone stairs, and just like before, uh, they're they're they start zi they're zigzagging down into the dark, but this area starts to, starts to light up a little bit more. And as you get down, you you pass through another opening, and on the other side, you see a stone village that has been built out of stonework or out of the the rocks, and been built up with uh, a lots you know, masonry. And it's just it's a whole village that's here. There you can see people milling about, but not as many people as this village should hold. Being suddenly presented with this this stone village in the middle of a mountain, as startling as that is, they just come out of nowhere like that. The thing that catches your eye is that you see a statue that has been carved out of out of stone, and the statue looks like the statue is of a halfling. And Dave, you recognize this halfling right away, that this was your old friend and mentor, Gerald, from your hometown. Gerald. He died. He did die. Yes. But that is actually where, where we're going to, to end for today. Much of a cliffhanger. Thank you. Hope you guys enjoyed this. Episode <laughs> So, Joe, thank you so much for for coming on. This was this was a lot of fun. Thank you. This was a ton of fun. I love your all show, and I was so happy when you asked me to uh, to to come on and and be Dave. I had a blast. So, but uh, Joe, before before we let you go, um, do you wanna do you wanna give us uh, tell us a little bit about uh, your show or how to get in get in touch with you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'm the dungeon master for our show. You mean the tavern? We have three three other guys who play. Uh, we're a little bit over halfway our campaign right now. We're on like episode 35, I think. So you can what? find us. Um, yeah, right. Uh, you can find us all over. You can t search in "You Meet in the Tavern" on your podcast apps. We're also on like Twitter and Facebook at YMIA Tavern. So yeah, we'd love for you to check us out. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit more explicit than uh, you might hear in this show, but if that's your thing, check us out. It's a, it's a lot of fun. I've been uh, uh, listening to you guys since uh, almost the beginning, um, and awesome. a big big fan of the show. Um, and looking forward to everything else that you have planned. But yeah, I was just just thrilled that uh, this was able to work out. And we were able to to have you on, and hope yeah. you had a good time. I had a great time. Thank you so much. Have fun at Grammys, <laughs> at Grandma's. Yeah, we're going. Yeah, we got to go to lunch. Now. Yeah, we got to go to lunch. We got to get ready. <laughs> it's, it's time to go to lunch. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Get out of here, you. All right. All right. See you, Joe. See Thanks you again. Thank you. Bye-bye. Dungeons and & Dragons and & Daughters is a proud member of the Block Party Podcast Network. Check out our other shows, such as Detentions & Dragons, Dungeon Master Block, Geek Wars, and more. 